Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values, and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. Relationships are anything but simple. Uh, They're complex, demanding, and can be rewarding only if we're willing to make the effort. And every relationship requires different kinds of effort, different intensities, on different occasions. Is there a straightforward answer to what makes a relationship work or even last? Well, yes, there is. Actually, no, there is not. Every relationship comes with its uniqueness simply because it's created, maintained, and lived by two or more unique individuals. I have a feeling this is going to be a very interesting topic to discuss with my own wife, Amal. I know she's, I definitely know she's got a lot to say about this topic. So let's jump in. Hi, Amal. Hi, Dan. Um, Who agreed to actually include this topic as a podcast? I know I would never suggest it. <laughs> me, that I feel like it's a loaded topic for couples. You, and, um, you told me we were going to talk about this. I know, this. you know, I, it is a loaded topic. And it makes me nervous to discuss it further, given actually I'm not an expert in relationship and I, I am a work in progress myself in that space. So, um, Dan, I hope you can jump in and share some insight as well if, if something pops up. Sure. I, my mic's not working very well. <laughs> It today. would be great to actually hear from you, um, uh, your views as well uh, on it. And I'm happy to share my personal perspective and what I've learned over time. The hard way um, from being an observant from other others' failed relationship around me and kind of on my own personal experience with it. A good lesson I learned was that each relationship requires individuals to learn and enjoy the similarities and make room for the differences. So basically compromise? Yes. Okay. Every relationship is essentially a process of unfolding. And as time passes, you begin to uncover the hidden and create a new layer of yourself and become a part of this unfolding of the other person as well. So this is a constant delayering, uncovering, unfolding that constitute the journey of two individuals. So over time, I have realized that I made one fundamental mistake, which is focusing on doing things for my partner or for the relationship, when instead I could benefit from focusing on being the kind of person who is open and receptive to what my partner has to offer. So when everything flows from a state of being, At the end of the day, it's not about what we do or doesn't do. It's about who we are and how we are doing things. Okay. I'm with you so far. So often relationships tend to lose their spark simply because the people in it are not in those states of being that supportive of the relationship. 
and the space between them has increased so much that the distance to be become too much for them to cover. And while there are a lot of factors actually that affect the health of a relationship, we're going to share here some key reasons that turn the space into a distance in a relationship. And some actually might sound quite familiar for people, uh, for others. The first one, I would say, lack of connection. Every relationship has its ups and downs, right? And life hits, you know, fights, argument, conflict, life. They all find its way into this. And with all of it, we end up feeling disconnected every now and then. But what it matters is, do we have something to still hold us together? I read somewhere in an article, for every one moment of disconnection, we should create at least three or five moments of connection with our partner. The opposite tend to happen, doesn't it, right? So this is actually, I read somewhere in an article when I was doing the research. Most relationships actually fizzle out because people don't feel connected emotionally and physically. And it, it just doesn't feel the same. But feelings also need time and effort to sustain it. So if you're not smiling and laughing and being funny and playful and romantic and goofy and silly or sharing a cozy silent together or movie night together, how would you be, how would you connect? The second one, believing that it's your partner job to make you happy. Yes. Let's discuss this one. So let's discuss this one because I got to tell you, there is a lot of women think that way. I was one of them at one point. I'm not anymore. I'll be honest, I admit to this. I was when I started the rela- any relationship when I was dating and even now being in, you know, marriage. I, that's what I basically thought at the beginning. I put all my happiness on this person that is supposed to make me happy. No, it's nobody's job to make anyone happy. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I, I remember I, those days. I know. Having to be the entertainment coordinator, the, the all that stuff. I know. Yeah. Our happiness is only dependent on us. And if we choose to believe otherwise, we will only be blaming, criticizing, controlling our partners and creating outcome that will likely kill the essence of the relationship. And our job in in our relationship is to be. And our partners can only contribute to our sense of happiness. Contribute, but not the source of our happiness. If they are not, it's not up to us to think about Sorry, it's up to us to think about our happiness. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, that was a loaded one. So, okay, moving (laughs) on to that. (laughs) Yeah, but we're still together. So obviously, you know, believing that it's your partner's job to make you happy changed. It did change. I admit I was coming from that mindset and it totally changed because I'm responsible for my happiness, my source of happiness. My partner contributed to it, but is not the main source. I like to think I'm a big contributor to your happiness. Sure. Yeah, okay, thanks. Okay, yeah. so the third Foundation. one. <laughs> the third one is letting issues fester. I know this is a big one for you. We don't, you okay, don't. fine, I fine. know you don't like got that. got you on the other one. I, I, I totally, yes, yes. I am Uncle Fester when it comes to festering. No, I know yes. you always said people don't need to go to sleep and you know angry with each other yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's 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 a a big thing it's a big one for you yeah why do we we clean our physical space regularly 
we clean it because we it's become a breeding ground and and of infection and disease and we gotta clean it and make it you know keep it nice and in order and then organize right in some ways relationship need cleaning too so the majority of, of couples life with unresolved issues grudges and past hurts in a relationship so either we don't talk or when they do they don't listen to each other so the focus is on brushing things under the carpet out of sight out of mind right because it's easy we don't have to face anything you know and it, it kind of no it doesn't work but you end up with passive aggressive couples Yes. Against each other. Especially not for deep hurts and conflict that need to be discussed. Yeah. So the fourth one, unhealthy patterns of communication. Let's face it. Most of us kind of, we don't know how to communicate without blaming and criticizing or giving a silent treatment. And of course, that doesn't work either. And this is why partners continue to argue and fight over one issue for the next 20 years. Like, you (laughs) know, literally. And then the only way we think we can get uh, ourselves heard is actually by yelling and attacking and and attacking the other person or seeing ourselves as help, helpless, talking over the other person. We struggle to hold the space to listen, empathize, validate, and take re- accountability. And these are the very things that create connection in relationship. Well, we had our times when we first got married. That's for sure. We definitely did. You're short, but boy, your voice is very loud. Very loud. Yelling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now I just go to the silent treatment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's easier on me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is not, as I repeat, this podcast, we're not expert. We both are a, a work in progress in the space. So we're not here to give advice to other people, but this is based on personal experience watching other couple and research out there. Those are the main things, apparently, the factors that contribute to unhealthy relationship. I just want to put a caveat on that. That's why. So the fifth one is basically not growing together. This is very important. The fact of the matter is that we are constantly evolving and we need our relationship to fulfill our needs and and our needs also to evolve. If our partner and the relationship began to, la- to lag behind or perhaps even stay in the same space, the connection will slowly wither away and this growth will also take effort. Number six, expecting your partner to understand you exactly the way you want. It's unrealistic and actually not possible. So when what? W- <laughs> <laughs> seriously? Yeah, seriously. This wasn't in the contract. Well, so we, if we don't understand ourselves exactly, so if if we don't know our, our uh, literally understand our own need and ourselves, how do we expect our partner to understand us? So what matters here is: do we feel understood? Is our partner in their own way at least making us feel understood? Are we open and receptive to their way? Can we convey the same to them? Can we make room for these differences? Well, I'm a little bit disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't understand myself. I need you to help me understand myself. I don't know about that. You need to understand yourself. I can't. Well, why did we get married? Oh, God. (laughs) What kind of question is that? Okay. Okay. Let's just open up that Pandora's box. 
my final thought you know yes. being in that relationship is is really like a, a roller coaster it will go up and down around mm. and around in all possible directions we right will. it's just life so the question to consider are we enjoying ourselves in this ride even though it's crazy and volatile does it feel fulfilling worth it at the end of the day at the end of each day the day you have to sit and analyze the cost and benefit of being in a relationship you're already entering deeply troubled waters and so i'm going to leave you with this anonymous quote at the end of each day you can focus on what's staring you apart or keeping you together Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you find this episode helpful. Until next time, you make the journey worthwhile. Back to you, Dan. Well, I'd like to uh, thank my uh, ride or die, uh, Amal. And uh, thank you all very much for joining us here at Distracted by Life. If you are interested to learn more, check out our other podcasts, of course. Or hop online to Amal's website at amalcandido.com, where she talks about her coaching world covering life, leadership, and mindfulness including links to popular podcasts and to her books as well. And with that said, stay tuned for our next episode. And from Amal and myself, thanks again and talk to you soon.